You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I'm your host, Casey Corbin. Thank you for joining us today in the podcast, but before we get to the podcast, you know what we got to do. Hit us up on all those social media outlets. Can you just do that for us? Go to the Twitter, hit us up there, uh, TNWPod on the Instagram. Go hit us up there. We're at uh, Talking Wrestling Podcast at Instagram.com. On the Facebook, we were at Facebook backslash Talking Wrestling. Uh, send us a Gmail at talkingwrestling at gmail.com. Um, we are on Spotify. Check it out. Uh, we are Talking Wrestling on Spotify, as well as check out Casey Corbin and my four CDs that are on Spotify as well. Hey, while you're there, why not check out Apple Music? Because we are on Apple Music, as well as iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. Give us a favorable. Give us a nice review and a five star rating, and we'll appreciate it. Probably mention you on the show. Hey, is there anywhere else that you can think of? How about uh, uh, Never Sleeps Network's uh, website? Check us out there, as well as anywhere popular podcasts are found. Just give Talking Wrestling Podcast an old Google, and you will find us probably right away. Not probably right away um with that said it's time to bring in my co-host the man of the hour too sweet to be sour uh it's reese turner eddie oh buddy what a rush what's going on hey good yeah good things are great Things are happening. Are they happening? Maybe, but things are definitely good. I will say that right now. Things are going on. Mm-hmm. It's a big weekend this weekend. We got all out. We're going all out. Yeah, we got Rampage and all out. We still got, oh, it's beautiful. What a beautiful, what a beautiful weekend. Can you imagine being in Chicago this weekend, how great it is, how much wrestling there is? You got GCW. Yeah. You got all these other cards. Everybody's there. Uh, all outs leading the way. It's just very, very exciting times for wrestling this weekend. Yeah, man. Like, and, and it's crazy because, like, I don't know. There's, there's starting to be more people who weren't really like wrestling like fans that are like talking to me about wrestling these days. I think exciting. the Laps fan is coming back. CM Punk is putting eyes on the product, my friend. Yeah. Yeah crazy man it's been uh it's been very good it's been a good week it's you know check out this it's not aew check it out hulk fiction oh i like that <laughs> it's uh it's it's so he's got what he says a shirt of uh it's hulk hogan but smoking the cigarette in what's hulk Hogan's face in uma thurman's body yeah. in the pulp fiction poster and it says hulk fiction and what is Hulk Fiction? His entire life. hey Could I be any more right? Could I be any more right? 
You're spot on there, brother. Oh, You're my God. On. Hey, did you uh, happen to catch, you know, not to start the show off hot, but did you happen to catch Nia Jax and Charlotte turn their match into a shoot? I had the oh, – I was so stiff, Casey. Uh, that was the most arousing thing I've seen in a very long time. What a what a I love Nia Jax. She could beat me to death with overhand rights and I would die a happy man. And to watch her just straight up just no, Charlotte. Nah, F you. Yeah, you, you know, may like, think you're the queen, but I'm the biggest I'm the fucking if I wanted to, I could destroy every woman in this fucking wrestling. Like wrestling's not real. So get it out of your mind that you're better than me. Wrestling's still real to me, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean wrestling's not real? You mean my dad's 18 championships and my 14 are, are all fake? Like, yeah. you know, like as if Charlotte, like, her, just her attitude, like, I'm fucking Charlotte Flair, you respect me. And she's like, yeah, I'm fucking 37 years old and I'm not taking shit from you, kid. And she just yeah. fucking threw her around and basically... You know, Charlotte's like, fine, pin me. You know, like after she beats the shit out of her. That's great. Nia Jax is my favorite. Well, you know, if they booked her properly, they should just book her as a monster. Yeah, she should be Awesome Kong 2.0. Like, she should just be fucking destroying people. Yeah, left, right, and center. Like, but they, I don't know, well, well, the Jeepers, like... I, you know, like, like she's pretty, so it's not like she's ugly. But you know, if you want a monster and you're going big, you know, this is this is the well, way. Well, I to don't do know. It. I don't know if this like was just because of the match or whatnot. But they presented her. They've been presenting her differently. Oh yeah. Like she's not wearing as much makeup and all this stuff, which maybe they're moving her towards that more of a monstrous kind of. And her hair has been way more frizzy and more Samoany. If you know what I mean. I honestly love Nia Jax. Nia, if you're listening, I will leave all of my responsibilities. <laughs> and, and we'll run away with you. Give me Samoan drops every Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> or Saturday. It'll be a Samoan drop Saturday. It'll be our cute thing we do in front of our friends. Yeah, Nia, uh, uh, that, that is, that is uh, Reese Turner speaking on behalf of the show. Not uh, me. I will not run away with Nia Jax, even though I don't think the run I would will. be that far. Uh, I, I would will. not run away with Nia Jax. You have to pick me up and run with me, though, for a little bit because I get tired. <laughs> <laughs> I think she would tire you out. Um, Damn straight shoot time. I mean, that is a, that's a lot of woman. That's a lot of power. <laughs> I love it. They should have called her. Imagine if they called her Rosie and they had her come into like ACDC's a whole lot of Rosie. Oh, <laughs> that would be the oh. best. Um, <laughs> now, now, uh, now, then we uh, basically, there's not a lot to talk about about SmackDown and Raw. Well, I mean, about Raw, you know, RKO. Well, Matt Riddle got in trouble. Okay, um, he got in trouble for basically saying that uh, for talking truth, Casey. For for ta- for talking trash, for talking the truth, basically saying that Roman Reigns is is in his spot because uh, he he is a second generation, third generation wrestler. Uh, the Rock is his cousin. You know, he was kind of put in that spot, whereas uh, in real life, um, Riddle would kick the shit out of him like you know and i love matt riddle and he says rko is the best thing 
on Raw right now. They're selling the most merch. And I got to agree. They are the best thing on, on, on Raw. Head of the yep. table or no head of the table. But head so, of the table is on SmackDown. Exactly. It is on SmackDown. <laughs> it is. So yeah. what the fuck are they even fighting about for? They're it's on beautiful. different shows. It's a it's work. SmackDown seems to be the number one show now. And uh, that's just the, the, the way it is. So, um, but that's pretty much everything. But I don't know if you saw the buzz earlier last week. It's uh, a show on uh, WWE Network. I think it's called The Buzz. And uh, they had <laughs> they had Riddle on. And Riddle was definitely buzzed. I will say you might have to add about a six other Zs on the, at the end of the buzz because he was that nice. buzzed. His, boy, Riddle. his eyes were shut the whole time. I swear, the whole episode, his eyes were shut, and uh, and just fucking laughing, and it was I awesome. That. I love Matt it too. Riddle is like honestly, he's I thoroughly, uh, I thoroughly enjoy, thoroughly enjoy Matt Riddle. Me I, too. I can see him very much taking a career arc similar to a Chris Jericho. Like, mm-hmm. He's gonna keep coming back, and he's gonna do different incarnations. But like this guy, look at him—he's cut, he's stacked, he's for real. He's the real deal. The only thing that's missing, yeah, he's not Canadian. Well, we can't all be good Canadian boys. Good Canadian boys. <laughs> we can't all be that. Um, get that on a shirt. Yeah, we are. We are gonna get those shirts made up. Good Canadian boys. Um, so A&W all out going to be a hell of a card. Let's run yeah, down this card right now. Let's go through these predictions. Did you, and like, oh, well, dynamite last night. I don't know if you saw it. It was, it's like, it just wants me to get to all out so quickly right now because I'm like, I'm, this is like the third time I'm watching CM Punk talk. I'm done watching him talk. Oh, he gave a go to sleep it. last night, yeah. uh, which was great. And uh, they are so good at telling these stories because they're getting fans like us to the point where it's like this: I want to see them fight, and yeah. then it's then we got to see a little taste of it, and now we're like this: Okay, let's go Friday. Come on, come on, let's go. But just seeing that, you know, like Sting did a death drop last night, and CM Punk did a go to sleep, and Darby Allen all did a coffin drop all at the same time. All on your boys. How about your Montreal boys getting a fucking push? Getting in a fucking CM Punk's face. Are How you cool kidding me? How cool are these guys? So close to making it on the WWE NXT. So close. And then they fucking, they get the rug pulled out from underneath them. And here they are in AEW. Fucking, the, and you know what? Lana, Lana, uh, CJ Perry's fucking 90 day clause is up. She could show up on Rampage. Hooking up with Miro after his match, but I like the idea of I want to see Miro get beat down by somebody and a couple girl and a girl, and then C.J. Perry comes out and makes the save like Elizabeth on Sensational Sherry back in the day, because when people see Lana and Rusev back together as C.J. and Miro themselves, people yeah. fucking want that so bad. Oh yeah, that'd be amazing, man. That'd and that can happen, th- like. They could save that for all out, but that could happen tonight on on Rampage or or yeah, because I'm just saying, I'm just saying it could happen. 
There's they, so much stuff. Listen, listen, this is what AEW has been good for for me lately. They have brought excitement back to wrestling because you do not know. You don't know who's going to come. You know what I mean? There's a bunch of non-competes that are up right now. Uh, the artist formerly known as Braun Strowman. Uh, he's free to do what he wants now. Well, he doesn't yeah. even want to take indies because his fucking price is way too high. This so he's like, gonna. So he much, has nowhere to go. There's so much cool shit that is going to be happening in wrestling. I'm super stoked that we'll be we'll be here to see it all. Yeah. You know what I mean. It's, oh yeah, uh, yeah. We ain't going nowhere. It's gonna be fire. Let's so, so run down the card, Casey. What do we got? What? What? Oh, how do we kick the show off? Well, I was going to say we just start from the top, but we can go all the way to the bottom. Hold on a Let's second. Let's go all the way to the bottom. All the way to the Let bottom. Let me get to the, the bottom. Jerker. What's the curtain jerker? Okay, number one. We yeah. start with the 21-woman battle, Casino Royale. That's Casino be Battle Royale. Who's yeah. going to win that? Either uh, It's either Jade Cargill or, like, maybe. Is Chris Statlander in it? Um, I, I, no, I believe Statlander's in her own match, I believe. Um, okay, but, so it's either going to be Jade Cargill or like Thunder Rosa or a face. It's either going to be Jade Cargill or a face. Maybe. Do you think it'll be anybody or maybe somebody new? Maybe, uh, you know, like following the way of Malachi Black, Ruby Riot has made up her own video of being in like a prison type thing as well. And oh. uh, that video, if it seems to follow... It could lead to AEW. It could lead to her being in the Battle Royal. And and who knows? Who knows yeah. if Ruby, how she would be. Because I think she's a fucking great wrestler. And I think in AEW, where women's wrestling is really, you know, focused on, I think she can be one hell of a, a talent. But um, I'm going to say it, it's got, like, you know, uh, it's got to go to, well, yeah, cause they those girls beat up Startlander. Like Jade, Jade uh, came in, and uh, Naya Rose came in, and oh yeah, no, they Thunder beat up Rose Thunder Rosa. Rosa. Yeah, uh, so they're setting it up for maybe Thunder Rosa to win. Yeah, but however, I think Thunder Rosa or Jade Cargill. I'm gonna go with Jade Cargill because I love her, and if I do too. and and it, this is you have to fucking put her over in this. Yeah, she's so she's the or, that or like you can put her over and have her go out, but like a lot of women need to take her out. You know. What oh I mean? yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Paul White versus QT Marshall. Now we don't even know what's going to happen. How did the Gun Club factors into this? They turned on Paul, Paul White, White. so uh, Bill, a badass Billy Gunn uh, yeah. is has turned on. The the Paul White, but they're not even they're not even part of QT Marshall's faction, so who knows? But we got QT Marshall versus Paul White. Uh, I to be honest, it's obviously a big show. Paul White is going to win. Uh, to me, I don't even care about this match. Team, did Big Show ever team with Daniel Bryan? Um, no, I don't think so. That's Kane. That's right. Yes, they had to go to therapy. Yeah, yeah. so great. so obviously the big show Paul White is going to win this match. Um, we got John Moxley against Satoshi Kojima. Satoshi Kojima. Yeah, so this is a bit of international flair, 
But I don't uh, – John Moxley is, is at the top of his game right now. And not only that, he's the most – one of the most entertaining characters on AEW. I don't think he's going to lose a one-off to um, to Satoshi uh, Kojima. So I'm going to say John Moxley's going to win this one. And it's pretty, it's, yeah, but it's going to be real bloody. You think so? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the um, Miro versus Eddie Kingston. Now, poor old Eddie Kingston. Maybe how this? Maybe this is how this goes. Maybe Miro loses the title and he's just down, and then CJ Perry comes in to pick him up, or because no. who does Eddie Kingston have that's gonna get John in Moxley. there and beat a, like you're like no but Eddie Kingston's not the heel in this match Miro's the heel but if, I know, that's if, what I'm saying. you think that Lana's gonna come out and uh, not shot Eddie Kingston cost Eddie the Kingston the match and join with Miro something like Maybe, that that or she's not involved at all well and Miro just breaks Eddie Kingston because he's fucking Miro and he just breaks Eddie Kingston oh boy oh boy who knows? I love like, Eddie Kingston. Love Eddie Kingston, but he makes a great underdog. And uh, but the underdog has to lose sometimes. And I think this is going to be one of those times. Yeah. Well, something's going to happen. That, I'm like, yep. that's a great prediction, Casey. Something's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> the most give it to uh, the TNW podcast to be the most vague predictions ever. I think this <laughs> one's going to be. What do you think? I think this one's going to be filled with action from start to finish. From start to finish, this is going to be a real crowd pleaser. <laughs> a real a real uh, function at the junction. Okay, <laughs> so after weeks of the tag team title tournament going on and us wanting the Jurassic Express in there, the Jurassic Express uh, had to, they lost to the Lucha Brothers. Oddly, they're going to lose. I called the lucha brothers you did i was pulling for my boys now the lucha brothers and the jurassic express tagged up last night against the young bucks and carl and anderson and that was the ending of dynamite and uh it all turned into a huge schmoz at the end like yeah you, wow everything's yeah the, and it all settling up that all, everything they'll go into all out but um the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. This is a, you know, and it's a match that we've seen before, and it's a match that's going to be amazing. Number one, I love the way AEW does their steel cage. Just fucking yeah. bring her down, you know? <laughs> and they don't have people setting it up in between matches. It's already done. It looks great. They, yeah. you know, um... They need more of a boom, 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 like a Flash Gordon thing to hype Oh, they it up. might. They might, though. You know? Like, Tony Khan loves to fucking license music. Maybe they get Flash Gordon. <laughs> boom, boom, Flash. boom, 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 boom. Ah, ah. <laughs> you save every one of us. Every one of us. <laughs> it's so, it, um, so, I, uh, so you're going to take the Lucha Brothers? I'm going to go with the, uh, the Young Bucks. Because I, uh, like, the, honestly, yeah, I just think the I, Bucks are on top of their game, yeah. And uh, the Lucha Brothers are going to somehow get screwed somehow. And um, I think this is it because Pack. What's there's some travel problems or something apparently with old Pack, isn't there? Yeah, I heard there's some travel issues. He won't. So be this able... may f this may force what I'm saying. 
Andrade is going to help them win the belts. It'd be like this. You see, my friends, look how good we are together. We're champions. Wear your suits now. We're all going to wear suits and wear gold. And then they're going to have rings and they're going to kiss them and be like, oh, we're just a bunch of good Mexican boys. No, that's what you did. First of all, you can't steal MJF's ring thing and you can't steal our catchphrase because I ain't having any of it. They can do whatever they want. The good old Mexican boys. I don't think so. Good Mexican boys. (laughs) Um. So, yeah, but I think the Young Bucks are going to retain. You think the Lucha Brothers. I want the Lucha Brothers. You want the Lucha Brothers. I hope it's the Lucha Brothers. Um, Chris Stanladder (laughs) versus Britt Baker uh, for the title. And uh, what's going to happen here? Dictor. You think Statlander is going to – you think she's going to – DMD is the hottest – thing in wrestling she's, as far yeah, as she goes yeah. right now. Statlander, um, she ain't taking that belt. I don't think she's taking that belt either. Uh, so we're going with Britt Baker on that one. Um, D-M-D. Chris Jericho in a retirement match versus um, MJF. Now we all we do know Chris Jericho is leaving a tour with Fozzie. We do know Fozzie have a ton of fucking dates. They're actually playing the uh, the cavern in Liverpool. Oh, sick! Yeah, how fucking cool is that? I I didn't even know that place was still open. So you know, Jericho is a hell of a man. Yeah, so they're um they're playing the cavern. That's for those of you who don't know. That's where the Beatles uh, started, um in Liverpool. But they're playing all through Europe, and uh, I do you know the Jericho cruise and. You know, Jericho, he's going to be gone for a while. And um, now, does that mean he just wins and fucks off? Or I think he, he he gets retired for the first time. I think he wins and fucks off, but he gets real hurt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kayfabe injury, but he manages to eke out the win, but MJF does some real bad shit. Well, I don't even know if we're going to kayfabe the injury. If he's going to be on stage, he's going to be on stage. Are you kayfabe, baby? Yeah, he's not going to da- Imagine did. if he Dave Grohl's the first leg of the concert because he's got a fucked up leg from he, a figure four. Should. That would he be should. so funny if he did that. Uh, <laughs> he has to keep kayfabe during his shows. Amazing. He doesn't even like to be, that wrestling is brought up. Like if the fans are chanting Y2J, he does not acknowledge it. It's got to be Fozzie or Jericho, but he he prefers Fozzie chants yeah. over a Y2J. Of course, because it's it's the band. It's not. Yeah, it's not about uh, wrestling. It's no. not about to break the walls down. No. So Darby All In is at All Out. He's in one of the main events against CM Punk, and uh, CM Punk is going to obviously take the win in his debut. I think these guys are going to have a hell of a match, though. Yeah. Because, uh, but it's just like, this match is going to end with them hugging. Um, and then getting the shit kicked out of them by the, uh, what's it called? Uh, the two, my two boys there, 2.0, and the kid who looks like a school shooter. <laughs> Garcia? What's that dude's name? Yeah, he's like a fucking Dan- school Gar- shooter. Yeah. Daniel Garcia? 
Yeah, he just stares at the camera and just fucking <laughs> kind of drools a little bit, bro. So, well, so maybe that's what that's what happened. Uh, that uh, my French accent came in. Maybe that's what happened. Um, <laughs> Punk is definitely winning this match. I oh, do yeah. see them getting attacked by the other guys, and uh, it makes sense for that to happen. Um, Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. Um, you got your one win, Christian. Enjoy that one win because you will lose at the pay-per-view. But what if Christian comes back and he asks for just one more match? Nice. What if he starts that up all again? He's still going to lose. He's still going <laughs> to lose? Well, that's why he's yeah. coming back for one more match. And then he'll come back for one more match. He'll just keep doing the one more match gimmick. I love it. Um, Kenny Omega is definitely... He didn't dye his hair blue for nothing. Um, you know, he's a purple pie man, he almost looks like. Yeah, he's got the, the fucking purple hair or green. It matches his, his glasses. Um, this is already a solid all-out card, mm-hmm. but there's no Cody Rhodes. Yeah. There's no Hangman Page. Yeah. Like, like... Because they're young dads, new dads, new baby daddies. Like they want to spend just, some time with their kids. But just think about, think about like the talent they have left off the show. Yeah. This is how good AEW is looking going into AEW the future. AEW is looking really good, man. I, and I think kind of this is why the video game has taken so long to drop. Is they're trying to make sure that they get all of these people that they wanted to sign locked up. Yeah, and these characters developed it into the game and shit before it comes out because there's a lot of people that must be coming down the pipe. Yeah, and, and I what's wonder great about this. Another great thing about it, man, is like at any point somebody from Impact can show up, like somebody from New Japan can show up. The forbidden door that, is open. That's I love it. I love it. Amazing. And uh, you know, and if someone from TNW can just show up. No, there's yeah. not. There's no. We're we're not showing up. I, I got. I, I have, might show up. I don't know yet. I'm. We I'm, haven't been invited. I. <laughs> I am. I. I will say. I am watching it. I will be watching it Sunday night. I. Uh, I will be glued to my TV, and uh, I will be very excited. But we got to switch gears. Reese, heels. Have you watched it? Oh, oh yeah, I did. I love it. Have you I'm watched a fan it? of anything wrestling, bro. I like it. I, you know what? I was very excited yesterday because, um, okay, spoiler alert. Now, uh, we have a first episode coming up. We have my old roommate, Michelle Shaughnessy, will be joining us, and uh, she will be giving her review weekly of the show. Um, but uh, with that said, we're only doing the first episode because even though the show is going on the third episode this week, we're giving you a buffer zone. So, because there will be spoilers, you know, because we can't vaguely talk about a show and review it. So, uh, there will be spoilers, obviously. That's why we've given you a two-week start. However... We'll play the theme song for the show Arrow before every time we talk about the show. And we'll (laughs) also talk about if Oliver McQueen would show up in the Heels show. How cool would that be? And would he wrestle stardust again um would that happen so no these are so many questions but heels is uh is a is a good show and so the in the third episode spoiler alert uh, a character by the name of 
Ricky Rabies shows up, and there's no joke. Everybody knows this. CM Punk is part of the show, yeah. And CM Punk plays Ricky Rabies. Spoiler. Young Mr. Rabies. And now, so when CM Punk showed up on Dynamite, I said I tweeted out Ricky Rabies is on AEW Dynamite, and then I hashtagged it uh, Heels on Stars, and um, turns out the uh, the big heavy set guy on the show yeah. he uh, favorited it and retweeted it, so uh, now. I've noticed him. He's on the show. We gotta try to get him on this show. Yeah, bring him on, baby. So that's what, so we're going we're going hunting. We're going hunting to get a heels cast member because I need yeah. to know. I can't wait ten episodes to see if James Harrington uh body slams this guy. This guy's the Come biggest on. guy on the show. So that is something I wanna see. I wanna find out. We're gonna get this guy on the show. Get him on the show. Get him on the show. But um, but with that said, right now, uh, we're going to throw this interview to uh, me and Michelle and, uh, and everybody. It's uh, comedian Michelle Shaughnessy. She's been on the show before. Uh, she used to uh, review Glow with her husband, Stefan Brogan, who used to play Snake on Degrassi all the way through. So with that said... Uh, yeah, we're going to throw to, uh, that interview right now. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you in a bit. Cool. With me right now at this time, I am with my old roommate, old veteran of the show. Actually, she hates it when I say old. She's not old at all. She's very young. Uh, young as the youngest I've ever seen her look in years. Um, she is my, uh, roommate from the past. And, uh, and she is a, an alumni of the show. Uh, now she is on the show, and she will be reviewing each week uh, the, the stars show Heels. And um, now I believe the third episode uh, is about to come out this week. However, we've given that, that much of a buffer that we feel... Um, that we can review the first episode while the third one's coming out. So if you have not watched the first episode, don't listen to this. Or if you're on the fence, listen to this and and, and listen to the review and then watch the show. Um, I've seen the show. I know it's great. Michelle's seen the show. We'll find out what she thinks. Obviously, she's probably going to say it's great. Otherwise, the rest of the run of her reviews is not going to go well. But... Um, we will find out, but right now, here's Michelle. Michelle, welcome to Talking Wrestling. Thank you for having me. Hey, are you excited that you're back on the TNW pod? <laughs> so excited. TNW. Yeah. That's... It's like TNA, but just a little different. Well, there's, there's well, not anymore. You're on the show now. Tits so... and wrestling. <laughs> Tits and wrestling. <laughs> um, no, I'm good and I'm excited. I was really, I'm really glad this show's out because I'm still really upset that Glow wasn't coming back, even though they said they were coming back and left on a cliffhanger. So that made me really kind of angry. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know how that ended. They ran out of money at the well, end. Okay. Well, still, it made me sad. So I'm glad that the show is back to kind of like 
scratch that itch, although it's totally different, totally different feel. Yes. Um, for those of you who don't know, I think everyone who listens to this will probably know of the show. Yes. Everybody knows of the show. Yeah, with Alexander Ludwig and Stephen Arnell Arrow. People know him as Arrow. Not only that, they know him as a wrestler, as Cody Rhodes' friend. Or a bouncer in one episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation. So (laughs) you you told me that Steve Arnell is a bouncer in an episode of Degrassi. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. That's what I was told. So the person who told me should know because they were producer-director on the show. Um, So I was told that, but I'm just doing a quick IMDb search before I'm spreading false things. No, well, no, he was. He had a very small appearance on Degrassi playing a frat bro responsible for guarding a party. So, yeah, wow. he was on Degrassi, the next gen. Oh, my God. I know. I'm six degrees separated from uh, Arrow or yeah. Jack Spade. Or Heels. Jack Spade yes. from Heels. Oh, well, this is this is very exciting. Um, and how does, like, he's a, is he not American? That's like, a what very is, good why is he on a Canadian That's television show? That's a very show? good question. Are these more Americans coming no, up? No, he's take- from Canada. He, w- 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 he is from Canada. <laughs> what? Yes, he's from Canada. Where is he from? I don't know. Oh, he was born in Toronto. Oh, my God. He's what? only... We're very close in age. I thought he was much older. Oh, my God. Wow. He's walking down the street right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's from Toronto. Yes. Oh, wow. I never knew that. I. How do you not know that an actor is from Toronto... It is so so weird to me that I did not know that he's from Toronto, but good for a Toronto actor for booking the lead to Heels, which is clearly not filmed in Canada. Arrow, which was all filmed in BC, uh, I understand that. However, we are in Canada. Okay, I don't want to blow your mind again, but the other guy from Heels is Canadian too, Alexander Ludwig. Okay, yeah, clearly this face. has got to be a Canadian production. Is, no, he's from he's uh, also from Canada. What what was he he's on? From Vancouver. What was he on? The Beachcombers. That's really funny. He's also really young. He's only twenty nine. Well, he wears a plaid think, jacket, so it kind of yeah. looks like a beachcomber. <laughs> he's only twenty nine, which surprised me. I don't know. I think I just always feel that people are older because now I'm older, and I'm like we're like the same age, and then they're all like way younger than me. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so that crazy. makes me feel like pretty old. But he, uh, yeah, no. So it stars two Canadians, which. I think it's pretty cool. That's great. That is cool. Um, I wonder who like um, who the wrestling correspondent is. As we know in Glow, uh, as a correspondent or as a um, you know sort of stunt coordinator, they had uh, Chavo Guerrero was right. the guy that helped them out. Um, who, who is one of the, the the incredible Guerreros, brother of uh, or cousin of Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero. Um, so now, uh, so what happens? So the first episode, run us through what the premise of the show is, and then, uh, we can get into the first episode. Okay. Well, the premise of the show is, uh, it's wrestling and family. That's how I feel about it. It's not just a wrestling show. It's a family show. Oh. You know, um, it's uh, a wrestling family as we see the two brothers who are the main stars of the show, um, Jack Spade and Eight Spade. They're both wrestlers taking over the family business. Their father's passed away. Um, and they're very different. You know, you have Jack, who's like the responsible brother, the one that not only kind of runs the shows, promotes the shows, but also does the writing, like decides who's going to do what in the matches. Yes. Um, and then you have Ace, the younger brother, who's more, you know, the bad boy. He's a bit reckless. He's definitely the bad boy. Uh, and what we get from the first episode is that he used to be like a 
uh, a good football player. Yes, so he, now he's, quarterback. Yes, yes. yes. Sorry, I don't, I don't know my football That's terms. All right. I'm still learning my wrestling terms. Let's go slow. Um, so they've taken over the father's family business, and there's a bit, little bit of some tension there. You know, you got Jack, who's the family guy with the kid and the wife, and mm-hmm. then the, I don't know how to say it without... Saying what? Like, Ace is kind of like, you know... Likes to, likes the ladies, likes to chase chase the ladies. I don't oh, know. is this a clean show? No, it's whatever you want. He likes to. He he's a you know pussy hound. Yes, yeah, a pussy hound. I didn't <laughs> want to be the first one to say it. Well, well, he's if, a pussy hound. If he's collect getting pussy from also okay. Wait, sorry, go on. No, if he's getting pussy. If he's getting pussy um from the uh from the wrestling matches, the term for the girls <laughs> are ring rats. Is that her thing? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ring rat. Oh, yeah. In the Southern wrestling, they'd be like, you got to get girls in the seats. Otherwise, you ain't going to get BJs in the sheets. Oh, so, like they, So, they would always get, like, they always brought in the good-looking wrestlers where the good guys because the girls the, the came girls out and they wanted okay. to bang them. Okay. And he goes, he goes, and you get the girls showing up, then the guys will just always follow. So that's like the basis of Southern wrestling. You it always makes had sense. to have. You get the ladies and then the guys will come. Well, that's, that's like but, every heavy okay. metal band. I've seen some wrestling. Like I've seen some, is it called a- a- amateur or independent? Like I don't want to Independent wrestling. Independent. Um, I don't, okay. The guys from this show, the two leads from the show. Yes. Are very fit. Yes. Like I have not seen a lot of wrestlers that are that like. There's a lot of abs being shown in this show. Yes. Um, and that I think I wasn't expecting. Um, well, stars, there's going to be a lot of nudity no, at some there point. There is a lot of nudity. I'm just saying they're very fit for wrestlers. Not that, not that you wrestlers aren't fit. I've seen you. I know some of you. You're fit. You're fitter than I am. But not a lot of you are walking around with fucking 12 packs. No. When you take your shirt off. But these guys are. So that I think definitely gets the ladies watching the show for sure. Yes. Um, and it's definitely uh it's fun yeah it's very i didn't like the beginning of it i'll be honest with you i thought it started very slow well it is very slow so it's because like, 20 minutes is, i was like this is very boring the idea is like we're we're a southern town and everything's slow yes no i and, okay now that you put it that way but we talked about this it has a friday night lights feel oh it definitely it feels like friday night where lights. you know who you're supposed to cheer for and you know who's supposed to be the bad guy um, Even the start is very Friday Night Lights. It how it is shows very Friday Night Lights. The, the town before, yeah. except when they don't pan across the field at the end, they zoom in on the barn or the theater or the venue that they, they you know, they have the water tower and then they have this big old barn where they're doing these wrestling shows in, and um, you know, and so it's like, it's, it's to me, it's like totally like Friday Nights. We're like we're just small town people living small town lives. And all we got is wrestling, you know, in our family because that's what our dad left us, mm-hmm. you know. So, but everything is run down, and and the the majority of the town are trailer parks, are like trailer park after trailer park, after trailers. That's what the the start builds you up for. So you know, I think for me it kind of got interesting when, um, like, obviously we see like the tension between like. The older brother, younger brother. You know, the yes. older brother feels like he's more responsible. He knows how to run the business. He knows who should win the matches. And then the younger brother just kind of wants to be the star, right? Yeah. Um, but for me, it kind of got good when they introduced the character Wild Bill. Like Wild that. Bill. Yeah, he's Wild sort of Bill. like the... Um, Wild Bill is very... I don't want to... Well, if you're going to base him on a wrestler, the wrestler, I think, immediately is Jake the Snake That's what Roberts. I was just going to say. And 
and not just because he wore a snakeskin suit. Well, I think that's teeth. that's the reason why they yeah, want you to think that's that. That's what I was thought too, because I that's what I thought in my head. And then when I saw him in the snakeskin suit, I was like, oh, I wonder if that's like done on purpose. So you kind of think of Jake's thing. And you also the way this guy who used to be a wrestler back in the day who made it out of this small town. Yes, the small town. Um, is Duffy. I don't know if that's a real place. I didn't look that deep into it. It sounds like a real place. But he like comes back and kind of, I think, acts like, you know, you guys should be like appreciating me. Like I got out. Yeah. Um, and now he's there to scout talent. Yes. So basically, um, I do think they based this character on Jake the Snake Roberts. They put him in the snakeskin. So you'd think that they gave him the long hair. Obviously, most wrestlers do have long hair, though. Um, but they also, I think they, well, then they show that this guy, is, you know, he's a womanizer mm-hmm. and he is also, um, he, he is also, uh, he's taking different drugs. He's offering different drugs, um, so like oxy, oxycontins and painkillers. And, uh, and this guy's smoking joints as well. So this guy is, everybody knows Jake the Snake Robert's history. And I think this guy is really tapped into that 80s wrestler that this guy could be dead if it was a real person. However, he somehow made it through like Jake the Snake Those has. Those were hair extensions, by the way. I Googled that as I was watching the show because he has like the really long hair. Okay. Um, they were hair extensions. That was part of his costume for, oh. for the show. So whose hair, the, whose hair were, was it? Did somebody lose a haircut match? Very funny. Very funny. There are haircut matches in wrestling, by the way. <laughs> But I thought like the costume yes. part of the show was really well done. Yeah. It wasn't too much. Like yes. it looked like something that you would actually see at like a small town mm-hmm. wrestling match. And I very, you know how I, I, I like costumes. I like to see what the guys wear. Yeah. And, and like you know what? Outfits. And oddly enough, in this wrestling promotion, considering how small town it is, um, the wrestlers have all good, they all have good gear. It's not like, in, and you go to an indie show. And some guy's robe might just be a house coat with some letters stitched on. Like, you don't, you don't, like, sometimes you see the sketchiest tights on a wrestler. <laughs> and then you go, you know, it's not like WWE where it's like these outfits would not make it on, on TV. And it's kind of, some of the wrestlers have that feel. Actually, they don't have that feel. They all have great tights. And that's not realistic of the, of what they're trying to show. The tights should be sketchier, I right, think. Right, but that's that's Hollywood. That's Hollywooding it up, right? Yeah. That's, they're, they're giving them, you know, sexy bodies and good tights. Like, that's the Hollywood factor of the show. And they do. And, and uh, they do have uh, sexy bodies. Uh, they have, a, <laughs> they, they have a, like, all, they, they, oh, they do have a big fat guy um, who, who uh, he was Italian, but now he's, um, no, now he's Mexican or something like that. Um, they put a mask on him and made him Mexican. So he's a bad guy now. Like getting to meet, like they have a core of maybe five or six, maybe 10 wrestlers, it seems. And um, I like the, like, you know, the the, the one big black wrestler is is great. And That's then the a, other one. Was. He's actually um, James Harrison. He's an ex-NFL player. Yes. So he's an ex-NFL player. From the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, I don't know that much. Okay, yes. Calm down. Sorry, you had to one-up me there. Well, I, anyways. I thought it was good enough that I knew he's a football player. But I, when I saw him, I was like, I bet that guy's a football player. So I looked it up. Um, yeah. He's built like a football player. And then you have the guy that um, he is, uh, he's sort of like your uh, Flash Funk 
or your uh, uh, Rich Swan. He's your dancing black guy, which is every every southern territory had a dancing black guy at some point. As a matter of fact, it's kind of racist, but um, there's still dancing black guys in territories to this day. So, uh, you know, it does make... I don't know why the black guy always has to dance, but, you know, they do. And uh, that's just the way wrestling is. Is the valet factor of the show accurate? Well, valets, um, no, they would not be allowed in the dressing room, no, most likely. Do they really have valets? Is that really a thing in small town wrestling? Well, yeah. The girls that yeah. valet them, like just walk them out. Yeah, like Elizabeth's. Uh, I just didn't know that. I knew that was like a... Well, it's a manager or it's a valet. Okay. So, so, um, it's like an escort essentially. Like they escort you. Well, yeah, she is fucking them, but it okay. doesn't make her, it doesn't make her an, escort an, an hooker. Escort. I meant like they escort them to the ring. Yes, they escort them to the ring. Yes. And there is a character that, that is the escort or the valet of, uh, of what is his name? Ace. Ace. I was yes. going to say Axe. And her name's Crystal. And I remember that because it's my sister's name and it's a very small town name. Yes. Crystal <laughs> is. And, uh, and yeah, and she wants to be a wrestler as well. But, uh, you know, they said valets don't go in the dressing room. She's like, I'm a wrestler. I think that was a good insight as to what's to come. The fact that she was like, I can wrestle too. I not. I don't have to be a valet. I think that's kind of a good foreshadowing that that's probably something that we're going to see in the later episodes. Well, she was even wondering because in the first episode where Ace is getting um, um, scouted, her thing is, is like, I'm with you down here. Are you taking me to... New York when you go. And he's not because while Bill told him that there'll be hotter girls waiting for him when he goes. As, as <laughs> and 100%. Like, exactly. The one thing that I liked, and I don't know why. Okay, because he was like, oh, we can find you a taller girl. And that made me happy because I am a really tall girl and I always feel like I'm too tall for guys. Yeah. I always feel like guys want short yeah. girls. Yeah, well, so. because the guys just want to feel taller and, and bigger, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I like short girls, but... Like you, you like all girls. I like all girls. Honest. To be honest, I do like all girls. Yes, I'm not very discriminatory towards women. So. Oh, I know. I used to live with you. I've seen your types. I, oh, whatever. I never brought types anywhere, and, and I remember I thought I was asexual at one point. Where I was like, Did you really? Yes, I remember you announcing you were asexual it. just because nobody you weren't having sex. Well, just because I wasn't interested in dating anyone, and I wasn't interested in. Going out with anyone. Yeah, but you still like porn. Yeah, I guess so. You're so. not asexual. You're just lazy. With just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, uh, I'll tell you who's not lazy is Jack Spade. Okay, let way me, to go back to the topic. Let me tell like you. First of all, I like the name Spade. Uh, you can you can play on it in so many, the family of Spades, like the, the king, the queen of Spades. There's so many different things you can do with the name Spade. And not only that, um, brother versus brother, even in wrestling, that's a storyline that uh, will never get old. So uh, it's been done so well. So if this is what what's teeing off to be the series, is that these brothers are constantly going to be at each other or questioning each other? I think that's a good that's a good backbone for the series. I agree, but we got to talk about the way the first episode ended. Can we give that away? Like, are we doing spoilers? Yes, we're doing okay. spoilers. It's so too exciting. We saw the kind of like tension build up throughout the whole show and Ace had talked to Jack about how he wanted to win the match. Yes. He wanted to look good in front of the scout, Wild Bell, and he wanted to win the match and that idea got totally thrown in the shitter 
you know, he was like, nope, we're going to keep it the way it is. And not only did he not win the match, but his brother totally made him lose a match immediately. Yes. Um, his brother made him tap out to a, an arm lock submission. It was awful. I was so angry in that moment because I liked Jack up until that. I'm like, he's trying to do the right thing. He's trying to run the family business. He's trying to whatever. And that made him like, obviously the other guy's supposed to be the heel, but yes. that made him like the real bad guy. Do you know what I mean? Well, Jack's supposed to be the heel. Yeah, but he really, no, he's not. Jack is the heel. Not really. No, in, the, in, 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 in the ring, he's the heel. But everybody because the really... other guy was the face and the face was supposed to go over. But no, because he was supposed to, the, the other guy was supposed to be bad. Who's supposed, no, Ace is not supposed to be bad. Ace is the good guy. He did not come off like the good guy. That's right. That's why they gave him shit. When he, there's right. one part of the scene You're where right, he, because, okay. he, he goes to the store yeah, and, he, and, he and he calls down a, yeah. and he just, just makes fun of a fat girl or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. And then basically his brother gave him shit like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You're supposed to be the face of the company. You're supposed to be the good guy. And you're out there saying shit like that. That's like, you gotta remember. Yeah, I totally fucked that up. You gotta cut that out. No, no, it's fine. No, I loved it. You gotta cut that out. No, it's just fine. It's in. Just, just cut the part out. It's not in. It's just, in. It. It's oh. in. It. I didn't want to fuck. even say, because I already seen the next episode. Okay. I didn't want to well, say. But then, but the thing is, is he is the my face. My point is that made me hate Jack. And yeah. I was really angry at him because he ruined his brother's shot at getting out. And obviously that's jealousy. A little um, bit. Of, it's a lot of it. But I also think what is good for, you know what I mean? Someone could be good for the whole company. Like had his brother got scouted, became this big star. That would have made them look so good. It would have brought more people to yes. the business. Yes. Um, and then instead he hurts his brother, ruins that relationship, screws over his brother's chances. And then everyone fucking throws pop popcorn at them. Yeah. And that made me so sad. And that wasn't because his brother was the bad guy. It was because they were upset at the finish. And well, sometimes. Yes. And because that, it wasn't, it was literally like a 30 second match. They were booing and then the he house. he punched him in the face. Yeah, this just, a very similar thing just happened this past weekend at SummerSlam. At, um, at SummerSlam. I was too distracted by that's Mario all right. Lopez. That's all right. At SummerSlam, Mario <laughs> Lopez was there. He did a good job. Great job. <laughs> Original wrestlers. Um, Mario Lopez, no, no. At SummerSlam, <laughs> what did happen was, um, so Becky Lynch, who is a big fan favorite, they brought her back for the match. Uh, like they, well, okay, Sasha Banks was supposed to wrestle Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair is someone that the WWE has built up, and they've made her a star. Sasha Banks is also one of the stars. At WrestleMania, they had an amazing match. They're going to have a rematch at SummerSlam. Everybody's excited for this match. But then they say Sasha... Did not, pass, did not pass her physical. She wasn't cleared. So they had to replace her. So they did bring out Carmella. And nobody buys that Carmella is going to be in this match. So then, all of a sudden, while Carmella's in the ring, uh, the music hits for Becky Lynch. Now, Becky Lynch has not been in the WWE basically since WrestleMania, where she won the title off of Ronda Rousey and Charlotte two years ago because she had got pregnant and she had a baby. So we have not seen her since her maternity leave. And now it's like almost two years later, she's finally come back. 50,000 people go nuts for her because they love her. But then she beats Bianca Belair in under a minute. And everybody fucking booed. Exact same situation, similar 
to where they wanted to see a great match between these two, but the bookers booked this fucking bullshit fucking ending where... But they didn't even book this ending. That's the point. Well, he did. He's the booker. Well, yeah, but that wasn't what was supposed to happen. No. He changed it on the spot in the moment because Ace said something to him about being like his dad. Yeah. Well, you also have to remember that in wrestling... Screw jobs do oh, happen. We all know about the screw job. We know about that was when the I first screw job. Casey, he was like, "You're gonna get into wrestling, and I'm gonna teach you some things." And he's like, first off, the Montreal screw job." And <laughs> we talked for like eight hours teaching me everything about that. He put on the match. We watched old matches. Yeah. Um, and it was fun. Yeah. So, well, wrestling is fun. That's the whole thing. It's a great escape. Yeah, but that's what bothered me about this because, like, in wrestling, you see. I, you don't see people get hurt like that all the time. And this was real in this match. Yes. And the people could tell that it was real in this match. Yes. And that's why they part of the reason why they were so angry. Because, yeah, it was a shitty match. And you're not supposed to just go out and hurt people like that. No. He shouldn't have changed the booking Especially the way it was. in front of children. In front of children. In front of his nephew that looks up to him. Yes. But this guy, Ace, he's got to be a better person. And he's got he's to be a better person if he's going to be a good guy. He can't be out there. Oh, I don't know. I hear what you're saying, but he's also just there's something that's sexy about him being a dick. There's something that, like he knows what he's doing because you saw when they did that like like that little fair and everyone was lining up to get autographs photos with the wrestlers. He had like the longest line, and, and he, he wasn't no even there. Showed. He wasn't even there because he knows he doesn't need to be there, and those panties are still gonna be all about him. Like the- it's true. I was very attracted to him in this because I'm like he's an awful person and would probably be really mean to me. And where, where where is he from? <laughs> He's from Canada. He's from where? Oh shit! Okay. He's from. He was in Vikings. Oh, he was in Vikings. Yes. With Edge, <laughs> who is also a wrestler from Canada, Toronto. Um. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, don't be Robo. doing Robocop. Uh, Robocop is uh, he, his hobby right now is chewing on electrical wire cord. Macho Man. Yes, Macho Man uh, used to be Michelle's Chihuahua. He has expired, um, and now there's this fluff monster called <laughs> RoboCop, and uh, yes, it's, uh, he looks like a Muppet. Um, so so with that said, uh, all in all, um, thumbs up, thumbs down. What did you think about the first episode? I'm going to say thumbs up. Yes. Uh, I will say, if you, you, you start watching it, you find it a little slow, keep watching it. Because it does pick up, and you do really start to like the characters. But for the first 15, 20 minutes, I was like, this is kind of boring. Like, when's it going to get exciting? That's another thing, too. You think it's a half hour, and it's a full hour. It is. And you don't see, at the start, it like, you don't see these crazy, exciting matches that draw you in. And I think some people mm-hmm. might expect to see that from a wrestling show. Yes. Um, but I wouldn't really call it a wrestling show. It's just a show that has wrestling in it. You know? Exactly. Yes. It's a family. I'm not family show in the sense of like <laughs> PG, but it's about family. It's about family. It's about friendship. It's about pride. It's about small town. And it just happens to have wrestling in it. Well, there you go. And that you heard it right from Michelle's mouth, which you will hear next week when we review episode two of stars on heels yes and i'm very no, excited about it heels and also on stars years ago i met ryback in an elevator and he followed me on twitter and he recently unfollowed me oh so if anyone knows him or if he happens to listen to this what did i do what, what did i do what did i do and what did ryback not do <laughs> Just something to think about. That's all I'm saying. All right. 
So, um, yeah, so that is the review of the first episode of Heels. Check it out on Stars every Sunday night. Yes, it's got betrayal, it's got loyalty, it's got love, and it's got wrestling. What more do you need? Reese, back to you. Oh, and it has tits. Oh, tits too. Okay, yeah, tits. Reese, well, there we are. That's the Heels review this week, folks. Thank you for joining us, and uh, thank you, Michelle Shaughnessy, for being on the show today. Thank you for my co-host, always, Reese Turner, uh, for being the man. And, uh, folks, enjoy All Out this weekend. Have a great weekend. Come back next week. We'll have an All Out review, as well as the Heels review. Uh, Michelle Shaughnessy will be back. Reese Turner will be back. And I'll be back. So thank you for letting us put a headlock on your ears for Never Sleeps Network. I'm Casey Corbin. Thank you for joining us this week on the podcast, and I'll talk at you next week. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.